Yeah. Like, for example, Brian and I, especially when we got engaged, we just decided we can't be alone in a car when the sun is down. Yeah. Like, we're just not going to do that. You know what they say. For some reason, it's like it's like toasty in the car. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? You're making me feel embarrassed. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, But but for us, it was like we would listen to music and like we would. It was just like a vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Real quick. I want to give like four ways that um, or, or, or like. Yes, four ways that you can avoid like and manage sexual passions. Is that okay? Amazing. I got four scriptures that I want to share real quick with everybody just to take home for you to meditate on, you know, because that's one of the things about that's one of the things about scripture is that it's alive and well, it's active, and when we work it in our lives, it allows it literally reforms us and it makes us new to where we're able to operate operate in the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to, the first thing is this. You got to be radical about this. Just like we're, we're, we're radical about this because we understand the blessing and we understand, we understand the blessing of managing your sexual, sexual passion. And we also understand the destruction of not. And so the first thing is be radical about it. Second Timothy 2.22 says, so flee youthful passions. That word flee means to run away (laughs) or from a place or situation of danger. Slippery slope. Don't even try. Run away. That is quite radical. Yep. And fleeing, this is the thing about fleeing. Fleeing is a mindset. It's not just an action. It's a mindset. So that means, like Sonia was saying, if something comes on TV that compromises my mind or compromises my heart, I flee from it. I turn it off, right? It says, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So when we flee, what happens is that we bear and, and and we begin to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. What happens is our hearts become purified, and we're able to manage all of our, manage our sexual passion. Second thing is this: you got to be self disciplined. Okay, it's really, really, really important. I know that you know. Sometimes when we talk about self discipline, it's like people just want to like like turn off their ears for a moment because it's like that's really hard to be self disciplined. But what does scripture say? Paul says in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 27, but I keep my body under control. Oh my goodness. He is literally speaking about self-discipline. He's saying, I keep my body under self-control and bring it into subjection, lest by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Paul is literally saying, I self-discipline myself so that in the moments of my weakness, I'm able to combat the temptation that's coming my way. Hmm. Self-discipline, self-discipline, or we can say self-control, which is a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The next thing is this, God's word, yoking ourselves to God's word, yoking our hearts and making God's word like the foremost authority in our lives. It says in Psalm 119 verse 9, how can a young man stay on the path of purity by living according to the word of God? 
literally when we yoke our hearts and this word yoke means it's like it's 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 really kind of an agriculture uh, a farming term where they would yoke cattle together to be able to plow a field so i just want you to look at that picture whenever you connect yourself and chain yourself to the word of god you are able to stay on the path of purity and then the last thing is this by the power of the holy spirit we have to have the Holy Spirit's help in managing our sexual passions. Yeah. First Corinthians 10 verse 13 says, no temptation has over has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. God is faithful. The Holy Spirit is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. Amen. A lot of people, I hear a lot of people saying, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, uh, um, I just couldn't handle it. I just had to do it. But this scripture is telling us something different. It's telling us that when we give God control over our lives, he will not let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. Isn't that amazing? That for every temptation that comes your way, God literally has an escape door. Mm. I love that so much. That's so good. I love all of those things. Um, those are so important and we need to grab a hold of that. I think for me, because um, you covered a lot of the spiritual bases, yeah. uh, here's like some practical things. Yes. Okay. Number one, know thyself. Mm-hmm. Like when we were dating, <coughs> when we would drive in a car, Brian would like put his hand on my knee mm-hmm. and I would, I, I had to tell him like, you can't do that. <laughs> don't touch my knee. Okay. Don't touch my knee. She did. <laughs> like, please don't I touch like my knee. I like rubbing on her thigh. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> okay. That's <Yeah>. really uncomfortable <laughs> in TMI, but we are married now. We are married. And so, so we had just had a thing where it was like, Brian just couldn't touch my leg in any way. And he honored that. And I was very appreciative. Um, so know yourself, like know what triggers you, like know, know what your limitations are and, just make a decision that you're going to communicate those things and you're not going to go past those those boundary points. Number two, it needs to be a mutual consensus that you are both pursuing purity. Ooh-wee. That's so good. Ladies, for the love of God, please do not be deceived that you can keep the standard of purity without your boyfriend wanting that as well. That's just a fact. Both parties need to be, have decided that this is something you're pursuing. These are our boundaries. So this is my my third thing. Uh, you need to have a practical purity plan. That's right. I mean, that sounds so silly, like purity plan. But it, if, you, if you don't plan, you're planning to fail. Oof. Say that again. If you are not planning, you are planning to fail. Because the reality is there's so many practicals. <sighs> There's so many practicals that have to be discussed um, that will provide a hedge of protection around your sexual purity. Yeah. Like, for example, Brian and I, especially when we got engaged, we just decided we can't be alone in a car when the sun is down. Yeah. Like, we're just not going to do that. You know what they say. For some reason, it's like it's like the toasty in the car. <laughs> 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 what are you saying? <laughs> You're making me feel embarrassed. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, but, but for us, it was like, 
we would listen to music and like we would it was just like a vibe yeah oh absolutely and like we would go get hot chocolate mm, and like kill the, the vibe the sun would go down <laughs> and it would be like we can't be in the car mm, like mm. we have to be outside of the car so that was like a rule for us that we yeah. had to implement yeah. i think i heard somebody else say like if you're gonna watch a movie with your dating person like don't have a blanket over you guys mm, you don't need a blanket like take the blanket off take the cover off and yeah, like you don't need to do all of that. Mm-hmm. And so like we get it. We understand how hard it is. Yes. But this is this is why you have to have a plan. You have to talk about it. You there has to be an ongoing like, hey, that didn't work. Like that was too much for me last night. Like it was yeah. it it was it was going to a place I didn't it didn't need to go. Like there needs to be ongoing communication and you, there needs to be a safe space to be like this is our boundary. Hey, we got too close to the boundary. We got to we got to switch this up. Yeah. And you got to talk about your boundaries. Like Sonia's was saying, verbalize your boundaries. Don't just let them be uh subjective and don't them le- don't let them be um things that are are implied. Yeah. No. Verbalize your verbalize your boundaries. Verbalize your purity plan. Talk about it together. Talk about it continually. In the moments where you're getting close to the line, talk about it again. Remind yourself. Sonia and I had to do that. All the time. Yeah, we had to do that. Yeah. There were moments where it was like, okay, we are we are pushing the boundary yeah, a little like bit we, right now. We actually need to take a break from kissing each other. Exactly. We need to take a step back and then we reestablish our boundaries. And we also... Had great accountability. Absolutely. And that was my final point. Yep, Thank sorry, you, Brian. Sorry, sorry. Uh, my final point is accountability. Yep. We we had we we had a couple that was older than us, mm-hmm. significantly older than us, that did pre engagement counseling with us. Um, I was I was uh what do you call it? I want to say submissive, that's not the word. Submitted? I was subject. I was subject to like her covering, if yeah, you will. Submitted, submitted. Yeah, I was submitted to her. Mm-hmm. Um, I had friends that I was very open and honest about like how I was doing and like how it was going. And you need friends in your life. If your friends are not asking you, like your covenant friends, if yep. they're not asking you, hey, how are you and your boyfriend and girlfriend doing? Like, are you guys like keeping it pure? Yep. Like I have friends to this day that are dating and I asked them point blank period, Hey, how's it going? Okay, we talk about all like the normal stuff. And then I'm like, um, how's your sexual purity going? Yeah. That's good. And and when I hear that they're getting too close to the line, I say, Hey, what's your plan for this? Because you told me that you really wanted to Ooh. stay pure. And I know that you have been pure for all these years. Trust me, you do not want to ruin this. You do not want to ruin this over a, a a one a one hot night oh where you gosh. where you your guard was down Preach. and literally some of some people it's like decades of purity yeah decades of purity you don't want to ruin this over one moment yeah and That's i and truth. i would t- i'll tell my friends you will regret this yeah you will regret this yeah. trust me when i tell you you will be so grateful that you set boundaries on your wedding night yeah. because it's so special it's so holy and it's the first time wow and so accountability you know ask people to be accountable to you you know sometimes you need to give people permission not everyone's as cutthroat as me like mm-hmm. tell me what you're doing xyz you know yeah. give people permission to ask you yeah like hey you know, Brian and I were dating. We're really serious about marriage. We're really serious about purity. 
Um, I just want somebody that I can be accountable to that I can share like intimate details with. And please ask me how we're doing. Yeah. Please ask me, please check in. I want somebody that I know is going to ask me next week. So like yeah. when we're watching a movie tomorrow night, I can know, Hey, Carrie Ellen's going to call me next week and she's going to be like, how's it going? Yeah. And I'll be able to say it was good. Yeah. You, we didn't cross a boundary. Oh, I love it. So I love it. That, and I just want to leave it at that. Yeah. If, if purity is your desire, mm-hmm. do everything in your power to safeguard yourself from making a wrong choice because it is very easy to do so. It yeah, is it not is. difficult. It is. It I is love what you said. You said, so. if you don't plan, you plan to fail. If you don't plan, you plan to fail. I pray that that sinks, it sinks in with everybody who's, who's watching this because by planning you not only, not only are you planning to succeed, but you're honoring God. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's the, right. that's the, that's the most important right. reason why managing your sexual passion while you're dating is so important. Um, it's because we want to honor God in everything that we do. Yeah. And we want to want, we want to honor his word and we want to honor, you know, his way of doing things even over our ways. And even if it's in opposition to the, to the ways of the world, like we choose to honor God, we choose to honor you, God. We choose to honor you with our bodies. We choose to honor you with our minds. We choose to honor you with our hearts. You. You're the reason why we do this. Lord, we know that there's a lot of benefits. Like there's practical benefits. We understand that. Like you're a very smart God. You <laughs> yeah. understand us better than we know ourselves. Yeah. Better than we know ourselves. But God, we choose to honor you. We choose to honor you. That's why we want to. That's why we want people to 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 be to receive this message in their hearts. So Father God, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you would let this message fall on good ground. God, I pray that the enemy would not be able to snatch up the seeds that have been sown through this podcast today. Jesus. God, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would help us to to be radical in our decision to be pure, to be radical in our self-discipline lord jesus to to look to your word father god as the governor over our lives god and to and to take the and to ask the holy spirit to lead us and to guide us in this pursuit of fleeing temptation and walking in purity sonia as we're closing can you just pray for those who who um, may have had mistakes Absolutely. in their lives. Absolutely. And maybe they're feeling a little bit of shame. We, we want to remind you, hey, when you have a repentant heart, God is so faithful to forgive our sins. Yeah. And God is so faithful. And it's so, so amazing how scripture talks about he literally forgets. Yeah. Yeah. When he we literally when forgets. we repent, he will blot it out of his memory. He will blot it out yeah. of his memory. Yep. And so just pray for those who, yes. who may have made mistakes. Absolutely. Lord, I just pray right now, God, that uh just a spirit of conviction and repentance would come upon uh, our listeners, Lord. And shame is not from you. So I just rebuke shame in the name of Jesus. You're not bad. You're good. That's why the Lord died for you. You are not bad. You are not filthy. You are not unworthy. You're good. That's why the Lord died for you. Sin is bad. And so I just pray right now that they would have enough courage to just repent to you. And after they repent, that they would also have enough courage to believe your word, that you have forgiven them 
that they are forgiven, that their sins have been washed away the moment they repent in prayer to Jesus Christ. And so, Lord, I just pray right now that you would just place your cloaks of righteousness over them. Literally cloak them in your righteousness. The most beautiful, holy robe that we will ever experience, that is yours. You are his son. You are his daughter. And and my 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 sons, my children, I get them dressed. Mm. I put the clothes that I purchased on them every single morning. And so let the Lord as your father come and cloak you in in the righteousness he paid for. And what is righteousness? Righteousness is is justification. It's mm. it's it means that you're holy. It means that you're it's pure. Justice. It means that you're you set apart. It means that you're holy. It means that sin is sin is nowhere in righteousness. It's nowhere. It's nowhere to be found. So if you have his righteousness, that you are in right standing with Jesus. You're in right standing with the Father. You no longer have to be ashamed. You no longer have to be condemned. You are forgiven. And the Lord says that you are worthy. And so, Lord, I just pray right now for the supernatural miracle in people's body to restore their virginities. Literally, I ask for a miracle in their bodies to restore what was lost. I pray right now in Jesus' name that you would supernaturally restore their innocence by a miracle in their soul and in their mind. I pray full restoration of purity. And I pray, Lord Jesus, a hedge of protection over their bodies because they are sacred to you, Lord over their hearts and over their minds. I pray, Lord Jesus, if there is any sexual bondage or addictions, I just rebuke it now. Yeah. And I cast it down and I say, go in Jesus' name. I I say every spirit of lust, I bind you and I command you to go now in Jesus' name. I say, go to hell in the name of Jesus because you have no right to touch the people of God who are now holy and repentant in front of the Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray a full restoration in their brains. I pray all addictions fall now in Jesus' name. And, Lord, we just thank you. And I thank you, Lord. I pray for endurance for every person and every couple that desires to have sexual purity on pursuit in pursuit of marriage and even after. I pray for all married couples, Lord, for, for we can still be sexually impure in our marriages, And so I pray for sexual purity inside of our marriages, God. And I pray for connection and deep sexual intimacy between marriages. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into the Growing With The Nearest podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you share it with a friend and also that you leave a review and subscribe on whatever platform that you are listening or watching on. And we will see you next week.